This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Wednesday podcast as we have reached midweek. And Al Duke is here, as he always is. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. So I took, you know, sometimes I occasionally will take notes during the program for things that I want to discuss discuss with you on the podcast. Oh, right then. Uh, sometimes show-related, sometimes not. And I was talking to Eddie about this one. I was just really thinking about uh, more about callers right. to uh, radio stations, in particular WFAN and other sports radio stations across the country. And this idea that, like, to me... Our callers are um, older than our listeners. Probably. I think. Yeah, probably. And they're very repetitive, right? So it's like the same people calling in all the shows. And and then if it's not the same people, it's they're saying the same comments. So mm-hmm. I find myself, there's so many people that call I don't either put on because they're not saying anything. They don't have any, like the call up and just go, uh, what they think about the Yankees this year? What, <laughs> what the what that's not a question. So then I got to thinking like, well, the younger audience, as we get younger people listening, they're not used to calling anybody. No, they text everything. So why would they call us? You're right. So the older people that call, call so I was thinking, why don't we get uh and I'm sure many places have done this already. This is not innovative thinking by any means. But I feel like WFAN or our show in particular should get a texting line. I agree. Right? I totally agree. So then. I think we do a bad job with Twitter in that sense. Well, I even think when you look at the, uh, when you look at percentage of people on Twitter, it's something like 8%. -hmm. It's very low. It's a very low number. So oftentimes people say, like when they call in, they say, hey, I got this photo. How do I get this to Jerry? I go, oh, tweet it to him. I'm not on Twitter. But I think everybody texts. They Even do. older people. They do. Fathers, mothers, grandmothers. Mm-hmm. My mother texts. She's 70-something. Sure. And All not you got to do is get a phone number. Right. Not that hard. Right. You can get a Google phone number. That's and what you I was thinking. Text and it's do free. I get a Google number. Yeah, and texting's and free. And then people with fresher takes, different takes, we could weed out the bad ones. Sure. Immediately. Quicker than a, a bad phone call I could yep. weed out. And do segments where we read... Text message. You could do that. 100% you could do that. And at my point with the Twitter part was I had a lot of people on Twitter asking legit questions and I just kind of read through them. Right. And I don't ever bring that to the air. Why right. not? Why not? It's the same, especially if it's a good question. It's the same thing as someone calling up with the question and it gives you more, you know, subject matter to discuss. You're right. I agree. The only thing that's weird with the Twitter is, and, I, and different shows do it different ways. 
the the Twitter handles are oh, yes. so str- so it's be uh, like flipper. This is Big Balls forty four <laughs> that wants to know. Big Balls has a great point here about the Knicks. Let me get to this. You're right. So yeah, it's very strange. So it's uh that is a very odd. That uh, is thing. not a good look. Yes, Move for on. neither of them. Oof, man, wow. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. This is a great idea. A yeah, innovative idea. So uh, I think I got to launch an email to Mr. Mark Chernoff later today. I'm sure, he loves when he sees an email coming from Al Dukes. <laughs> Yesterday, <laughs> my email to him was, was about Boomer's chair. Aha! Uh, today will be about a texting line. I like it. And Are I'll say, if the things? station doesn't want to do it, may I do it on the show? Yes, make it, make because it, I'd I'd have to promote. We'd have to promote the texting line yeah, number. Make it the Boomer and. Um, the Boomer and Geo text you said hotline. Boom, you try, almost said Boomer and Carton. I did not. I almost did. I did not, though. The Boomer and Geo text line. Text line. I think that's kind of a good idea. I like that. Then we could pretend it's innovative. Like I think it's worth a try. It is, right? Yes. And then if we have anyone around here that's uh, forward thinking, go sell the text line. Right. It's the Boomer and Geo text line presented by Fios. What about something. this? We get a betting company to... <laughs> Why not? There's enough of them out there. Let's go. I'm in. Woo! There you go. Yeah, so, man. Okay, so I wrote that down, Jerry. So okay. I thought that was nice. Then I got a very long uh, Twitter message from someone, and, and I I printed the whole thing out. That's a Twitter message? Yeah, well, I, I put it in big big print so Still, I could actually three pages, read it. dude. It's three pages, but I'm going to read to you, and we can discuss along the way and okay. s- see what you think. Oh, before I get to that, Jerry, only because we're very up on swimwear every year remember we yeah with the women's swimwear? with different bikinis yes. and things like there was the cheek kini yes. a few years ago mm-hmm. these sort of thing well the new one that's going to be very big in 2020 it's already trending on uh, social media is the upside down bikini top now what do i mean by an upside I'm down out right now. bikini top a regular bikini top shows you cleavage from the top the upside down bikini top Shows you cleavage from the bottom. Yeah, well, I feel like we've had that. Is that right? Yeah, upside down bikini tops. Let's see yeah, that. yeah. We, I feel like this has been a thing already. I might open a shop and just start selling upside down bikini tops. Why don't you do that? Yeah. See, here's this model here, Jerry, modeling the upside down bikini. You know, I, I see it. If you pair that with a cheek bikini, that's going to be the hottest look of 2020. So that's pretty good. If you're the type of social media blogger, I have a question for you. Influencer, Jerry. I have a question for you. All right. So one of the images that comes up that you can buy for the revert for the upside down bikini. Right, but just one thing that pops up is funny bikini tops. Okay. One is a legit bikini top that looks like a boob. (laughs) A nude boob. Yeah. So is that like? Can you wear that? That's ah, a good question. Is that is the inappropriate? Bottom, the bottom is a vagina or no? That I can't say. I'm going to show. I'm going to bring it over and All show. All right, you. bring it over here, Jerry. I'll take a look at this uh, bikini of a bikini of a boob. Interesting. Let's see. Oh, oh my gosh! That <laughs> that should not. I don't think that's allowed on. I don't think that'd be allowed on a public beach. But it's not it. They'll say this is just a bikini. Right. That's pretty funny, isn't it? Let's get that trending also. Yeah, these upside-down bikinis are pretty cool. All right, Jerry, let me get to this very important uh, email that I received, and I went back and forth with the gentleman. Uh, it says, uh, hi, my uh, Twitter handle is EpiBoy. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, EpiBoy's got a point. I listen to your podcast daily and love it with Jerry. 
Okay, tw- good start. I tweet you occasionally and appreciate the responses, the likes, and the retweets. Last week, you discussed people who start media companies and how they do it. And you talked about starting Al's Boring Media Company. I remember. And not being interested in doing that. That was my suggestion to you. The reason for my message is that I hope that the podcast is more shtick and not really how you operate. Meaning, if you do not have Al's Boring Media Company, which houses your social media, marketing, podcast, and sponsorships, you are doing something wrong. If what now? If I don't have Al's Boring Media Company. I'm doing something wrong. You have an incredible platform. And if you're not utilizing it to your maximum benefit, you are simply losing out on money. True. Here's the one thing I'll say, though, before you continue. You cannot use this podcast to advertise your business. Right. Nor can you use the radio show to do that. You would have to pay for that. Correct. So I do, as you know, and I'm not selling anything right now, so I'm not. But you know I run this Cornhole League. I will not bring it up. Right. Right. Because to me, that's it's kind of a gray line. Now, yeah. if Boomer or Greg bring it up, that's on them. That's on them. Because they have no stake in it. Right. I will not mention it or bring it up because you're really not allowed to. Not supposed to. So that's, while we have the platform, you got to pay right. to advertise that. Though I do think you should do this. But Just like when you had that broadcasting school. It was not a school. You paid advertising. I sure did. I paid a lot of advert. I paid thousands of dollars. Thousands. I remember I got a couple of ads on the Imus show. Is that right? By mistake. Did Imus read your ads? He did. He wow. did. They were not supposed to be read by Imus. Somehow they got mixed up. They were supposed to be read by uh, Joe and Sid maybe. I forget who it was in the midday. I paid for middays. I paid for evenings and I got a handful of Mike and Chris were so expensive I couldn't afford it. Right. So I want to say I got like Mike and Chris to read like eight of them. But they were like $1,000 for 30 cents. Yeah. It was ridiculous. But I spent a lot of money advertising. So, yes, you have to do that. You have to do that. Yes. And here's what he's saying. For example, during the podcast, you may mention the poop knife or going to Valvoline somewhere in New Jersey. I hope that these segments are creative product placement where you are receiving compensation for talking about them. If not, to be blunt, you are being naive and foolish. You come off as incredibly believable, and I am sure you want to keep that wholesomeness for the listeners, as you imagine that is probably what keeps them coming back. However, if these stories come up organically or appear to, will the audience really know the difference? How many times have you talked about Pornhub? Ooh, I have a story about them today. (laughs) They're releasing a feature film that has nothing to do with pornography. Why would they do that? I don't know. Because it's a media company. I don't know. So they're releasing a film with no pornography in it? Yes. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Stay in your lane, right, Al? Stay in your lane. Keep Take care of your chickens. Right. Boobs and penis. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're smart enough being in this business for 30 years or whatever to be doing this behind the scenes. If you are, bravo. You're brilliant. If you are not, you are simply missing out on incredible opportunities. Like your podcast. I can't believe you don't have more sponsors. <laughs> well, that's not our fault. <laughs> you talk about so many companies, websites, etc., and for free. And then joke, why is an X company a sponsor? Now I'm assuming radio.com owns your podcast and controls the sponsorships. And maybe even the revenue. But if not, you need to start Al's Boring Media Company. I have no vested interest in this, but cannot believe you do not have a media company running your operations. 
you should be cashing in on it. Let's go. Start your LLC. A few thousand dollars you get set up. But here's one thing people don't realize about advertising. It is not as easy to get no, as not. you think. It is hard. Now, it's really difficult to get people to write a check. When I was when I was uh, uh, working in Tampa, Florida sports radio, I saw all the salespeople, Jerry, driving Mercedes Benz and things, and yeah. I thought, I should do that. And you tried. It's impossible. It's hard to do. Yeah. Because now, if you're good at it. You make a lot of money. Right. But if you're not good at it, you are going to struggle every day. Right, because it's one thing to say, oh, um, oh, Jerry, you have a uh, your, you have a friend who has a sports bar. They would should advertise on us. Why wouldn't they? Right. We talk about because there's economics involved in all that. Yeah, money is and changing. And there hands. are so many podcasts now, mm-hmm. so many places for people to spend their money. Yeah. That companies are looking for like a company's not going to sell you one commercial on one podcast it doesn't make sense right even though you might say isn't that better than not you got to buy a package they sell packages because advertising doesn't really work where you mention one thing one time right and you know it just look at coke and budweiser right they continually advertise when they probably don't even have to right We're, we're aware of coke and budweiser you know what i don't mention rc cola right they should be a... They don't advertise. Why don't we get them on this podcast? RC Cola? Do this, Jerry. Get, RC Cola and Rheingold. Jerry, <laughs> reach out to the people at Al's Boring Media Company. <laughs> you Tell are them, it. I'm it? You, yeah. Tell them we've got to get some advertising. It's just... It, it's not as easy to get advertising as people think. No, it's not. It's not hard. It's not easy to just start a business and right. be successful. I mean, it's no joke. Like, 90% of businesses fail in the first year. Right. I mean, good luck. You need to have, boy, a lot of resolve. You need to have a lot of money. You resolve. need to have a lot of time. Right. Yeah, because you can get to a point where it's not going the way you want and you don't have enough money or the the interest or the time or the desire anymore to keep just fledgling through. Right. Knowing that maybe one day it'll stick. And in the meantime, you're just wasting time. Right. So it's really difficult to do. And not to mention... People say, well, I'll start a business. Well, you know what goes into starting a business? First, registering the LLC, number one. Two, you need a web. I mean, you have to have a website today. You need time. You need merchandise. You need equipment. Whatever the case might be, you're talking thousands of dollars to start a business. Right, so you're already in the hole. Right, and I don't mean 100. I'm not saying that. But, I mean, just the smallest of little businesses, you're probably talking three grand just to start. Right. And you hope it works. You know, And I thought that there's a lot of money, but it's $3,000. Yes. So, and if you're doing a business where you have to have space for that business, then oh, that's a whole God. other thing. That's now you're talking a lot of money because you need money up front. You got to give a down payment. Like even if you want to open up a pizza shop, sure, you got to buy the space or rent the space. You got to buy a big pizza oven. You got to buy a lot of expensive. Stuff. That's why you, if you're smart, you buy an existing one and everything comes with it. You got to buy those pizza cutters, Jerry. I mean, those are cheap. You got to buy those things where you slide the Again, pizza not in that and much money. slide it you out. You go to Bed Bath & Beyond, you get one for $12. You got to buy the white hat that the pizza Again, maker white wears. white hat, not really that much money as opposed to the pizza oven, which costs thousands of dollars. You got to buy the jars of oregano. Again, oregano, not going to cost you too much. Crushed red pepper. Red pepper, not a lot. Garlic knots, you need uh, a garlic side knots, item. That's dough, um, not going to cost you a lot, no. So that really is not much. Right, except a pizza for place. the rent. The down payment, okay. the insurance. Mm-hmm. Forgot about the insurance part too. About oh, opening yeah. a business, you need that too. Insurance part. Yeah. Okay. You also have to register your company every single goddamn right. year with the state. For Is that right? Four hundred and ninety-five dollars. 
You got to file your taxes. If you have an, uh, an accountant that does it, that costs 500, 600 bucks. Like all these things cost money. Do you think that's still the American dream to own your own business? I think the American dream now is to not work and just sit at the beach. <laughs> the American dream is to be a, like a social media person. Influencer. Right, where you yeah. dance on TikTok that and could get be. money. I mean, I, and and for a very small select few, that'll happen. Right. I've always been the one, not about, I have always said this, it is never about getting rich and fame and any of that. I would just love to get to a point where my job is me. Right. Whatever business I owe. Let's say it's where you make, I don't know, you make 60 grand. You make 160 grand. I'm not talking millions. Maybe you make 250. You make, you make a nice living, but you're the boss. And it's all on you. Yeah, that's cool. I love no that. No one can disappoint you. Right, except yourself. No one can fail you. That's right. Exactly. You control things. Yeah. Now, your client base controls your success. Correct. But you're... Your success is based upon the way you act and treat people and the way you run your business, too. I mean, right. so there's a lot goes on your shoulders. I just like the idea of not having a boss. Yes. I think that sounds awesome. Now, I've got it pretty good. The three places I work, got it really good. Yes. But still, at the end of the day, I could be fired. Like, as soon as I walk out of the studio, I could be like, oh. I do see someone out there waiting for you. Own your own company. I'm not firing myself. Right. And if you did, you then have, would have to replace yourself. I would, and that would be an awkward conversation with yeah. myself. Jerry, it's Jerry. Uh, we're going to have to let you go. F you. <laughs> Please do not use the language uh, in against us, sir. That's uh, too funny. Let me get this article for you, Jerry, because this is something we talked about uh, off the air the okay. other day. This says uh, most of the last remaining payphones in New York City will be ripped out. All right. All I didn't phones, know there were any anymore. There were. Uh, starting with 30 phones in Hell's Kitchen along 9th Avenue. Uh, after that, another 3,000 will be yanked out across the entire 3, five boroughs. phones? Yeah. Wow. Some of the phones, as they have been around here, Jerry, have been replaced by Link NYC kiosks. Yeah, we see that. Internet. Now, you asked me the other day at 3 in the morning when we walked by. It was 11 a.m. Uh, 11 a.m.? It was after work when my card was dead. Oh, okay. And you saw people charging their phones yeah. and using the Wi-Fi. And no you, chance. And you said to me, would you ever use the Wi-Fi in no. New York City? They got you're, you're, They must steal your identity immediately. I agree, right? As soon as you plug that thing in, they're like, hey, we got a sucker. We got a sucker. Drain it. It's like, wah, wah. <laughs> I, I don't use Wi-Fi anywhere, really. <laughs> That is funny. Except like, my house. Like we here. found a moron. Yeah. <laughs> Chili said, this must be safe. <laughs> like, I won't go to, um, like, even, I'm trying to think, like, if I go to a coffee shop and if I needed the Wi-Fi. Right. But I feel like my phone's connected to Wi-Fi at home and Wi-Fi here at work. So the rest of the time, I'll use whatever, you know, the Verizon is. That's what I use. Uh, I never hook up using to, my phone, yeah. I never hook up to Wi-Fi, not yeah. even home. Oh, really? No, I have unlimited data. What do I care? You do it, you, and it works you great. Rule them, yeah, it works great. I don't. The only time I hook up to Wi-Fi is I have. I bought a small. Remember, I bought that forty-dollar Amazon tablet. Yes, which is great, and I use it for you stats. Like it? I, yeah, I only use it for two things: for the cornhole league, for music. So I stream my music off it. My Spotify account is on it, and um, for Rutgers, I use it for my live stat sheet. You know, my live uh, yeah live stats. Those are the only two things I use it for. 
So for that, there's no information on it. I don't have my email logged into it. I don't put Twitter on it. Nothing. It's just spot. All right, you can take my Spotify information. Whatever. So Spotify and uh, you know the stats link. That's it. How you does a, a a a much cheaper Amazon tablet compare to an iPad? Doesn't. There's no compare. I have not found oh. anything that compares to an iPad. Why? Like w- I think what, the why? iPad is, and you know me with Apple. I. Despise the company. I am not. But you love the iPad. But I think the iPad is the greatest technological invention that we've had. I think it is spectacular. I really do. Um, I think the usability is amazing. I think the the interface is great. I think it looks good. It's easy to maneuver around from page to page and app to app. Um, You move it. It slides with you without. It's seamless. I just think it's a great device. That said, I don't have. Well, I do have one, but I gave it to my son. So but the Apple, I mean, the um, it's okay. Amazon tablet is not it's that o- way. It's for the money. It's amazing. I spent forty. I think it was forty five dollars. <laughs> that I the i for the iPad yeah. is what five hundred, six hundred bucks, maybe seven. Uh, they're like four hundred now. Is that all or, they are? Yeah, the the, the iPad uh, Air. Well, this is a tenth of the price, and what I need it for, it's great. Yeah, and I don't want to disparage it. It's not the iPad. Not the iPad. Now I've never tried the Surface tablet, Microsoft. Well, those are... They look pretty cool. But those are priced they're, like they're an grand. iPad. They're yeah. what? They're, they're like, priced higher. Although they were yeah. higher. Yeah. I've never tried they're that. They're priced like a, Mac, like a MacBook. Are they really? Similarly. So that I don't know. I'm not really sure about those. Yeah. But I think the iPad is absolutely spectacular. All you right. keep the iPhone. I don't know about the iPhone. I love the iPhone. Yeah, I think the Watch iPhone is terrible. Watch is terrible also, Jerry. You have the iPhone 11 because you got no. double the radiation against no. your junk if you put it in your pocket. The, the 11? Yeah, the article that came out last no. week. Yeah. I have the iPhone 8. I only have a certain amount of... Oh, don't go past 10. Otherwise, your balls are going to shrink. Well, that I'm not <laughs> interested kidding, in. I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. I thought my balls were shrinking. I'm just joking. This is a disturbing interview, Jerry. Um, this is on CBS I Sports I don't think we Network. need to talk about it. Please, okay. I can't. Mark Cuban looks odd. I think he looks good. Really? Yeah. What, but what, because you're used to see him on Shark Tank. Yeah. You know why? Because he's sitting there in a hoodie. Yeah. Um, I think he looks good. It looks like Mark Cuban. You know what? You're right. The Shark Tank, the lighting at Shark Tank. Yeah. You know? But you know who they had on the other day on Shark Tank as a guest? Uh, was, Shark. Uh, no, it was uh, the tennis, uh, not Anna Kornikova. One of the other tennis. Maria Sharapova. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and she was ruthless with these people, Jerry. She was really? good. How about that? I generally don't like when they have a guest on Shark Tank. Like, I like the the usual sharks only. Right. But she was good because I thought she was going to be intimidated being in that room. Right. No, she was, she was good. Who's the uh, the one I love? The brunette. What's her name? She's so adorable. I can't think of her name. The brunette? No, maybe not brunette. Maybe brown hair. The blonde gal? Maybe, is she blonde? Yeah. There's Barbara Lori. Corcoran. Lori. Yeah, she's blonde. Lori's gorgeous. Yeah. Well, what's her oh, company? Yeah. What's her story? I don't know. She's, she's got a, quite a story, though. Yeah, I, she's quite the story. Hmm. I actually watch Shark Tank just to watch her. How you doing, Lord? <laughs> All right, Jerry, warm-up show next. See ya. See Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, here we go. We get your th- uh, Wednesday rolling. It is Al Dukes looking like a country cowboy. How are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. I've been getting a lot of uh, feedback on my country western shirts that I've been wearing. A lot I of people like asking one. me. 
Yeah, people like this one. I and do think you'd look really good in a cowboy hat with the shirt on. Uh, yeah, probably. And a little and toothpick hanging out of your mouth. People have been asking about another one I wore previously. I tell them where I get it, but I go, by the way, I, I bought Lucky these about, Sevens? about Sevens? nine years ago. What's the store? Lucky, Lucky Jeans store. Lucky Jeans, that's Where it. middle-aged men go for their clothing, Jerry. Middle-aged cool guys. Right. Am I middle-aged? You are middle-aged, yes. Hmm, I've never been there. Not cool. Well, how about this? How about that? <laughs> Middle-aged guys, cool. Single. No kids at home. <laughs> okay, that's good, too. <laughs> so when your kids uh, leave for college, you could start going there. I suppose. I'm a few years away from that. When you go there, just ask, where are the shirts with skulls and guitars? Not into the skulls, but I could take the <laughs> guitars. I'm not a skull or guitar guy either, but I I feel like that's my only option. It with, works for you. It, it's the only thing I got, Jerry. No, wear a Taylor oh Swift God. t-shirt? <laughs> no Taylor Swift. You got to go classic. Rolling Stones, The Who. Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Yeah. So when, when young kids see you go, that guy is a badass. ELO. That guy may have a dad bod, but a badass. Oh, by the way, yesterday, you know, we had uh, we had talked a, a week or so ago about the combine. There was a punter. Yes. Who bench pressed. 25 pounds, 25 times. 225 pounds, 25 times. Yeah. And I brazenly said here that I could take a 50-pound dumbbell in each, in hand, each hand yes, and do that 25 right. times. And you called... Fake news on I, that. No, no, I didn't. I said I'd, well, like, said to like, see, I'd like to see you do it. All right, and fair enough. I did not bring in the weights, and that's on me because I don't have 50-pound dumbbells. No need, Jerry. Planning on, okay. I went to the gym yesterday. Yeah. And I had a bench press the machine, and uh, or not the machine, the bench, the dumbbells. I said, you know what? Let me do 40 pounds. Okay. And see where I'm at. Okay. I did the 40-pound dumbbells. I did 25. Okay. There is no chance I could have done 45 pounds. 50's hard. Forget yeah, no 40. chance. I mean, it's tough. And then after that, the next set I went to do, I could barely do 10. Because your arms yeah. felt like jello, right? I killed them in the one thing. Right. See, I did the, what I, yeah. It's so tough. no need. No need to drag a bench so in here. Want, we're not going to embarrass you. No need to gra- uh, drag 50-pound weights in here. I cannot And yet I actually it. believe you could do 100 pounds with the bar. I do. No, Jerry, I'm I telling really you, I can't do, do anything with the bar. I, think I don't know could. what goes on with that bar. Really? Yeah. I think I think it's more stable than the dumbbells. I think you'd be surprised. You know what? I must have began my training many years ago, Jerry, when I had a broken heart in Tampa, Florida, and spent my days at the gym. You call it what you do training? I call it killing time. The fact that I was using 20-pound <laughs> dumbbells. And curling 15 <laughs> times and leaving and not breaking a sweat. Yeah, time to go. <laughs> time to head out. Uh, so, you know, years ago... When my parents had a house in Old Bridge, we had a basement, and we made one part of the basement a gym. We had really good equipment nice. and everything, but it was mostly free weights. We didn't have any of the other stuff. That's what men use, Jerry, That's what free stupid weights. men use by themselves. And yeah. I one time got caught with trying to do one extra rep yeah. with the bar stuck on my chest. And no one down, down in the basement. no one around. Did you yell, help me? There was no one to yell for. Oh. And I was able to actually shimmy the thing off. Did it was scary though for yeah. a couple of minutes. I could have loved to be oh, whatever. I did that oh. at the at the club at Woodbridge. I had not a lot of weights on the on the bench, and it was a crowded gym. Right, but I, it was now on my chest, and I couldn't move it. So and I you said, had a "Girl, come over and help you up." No, I w- I wish. <laughs> I I was like, okay, if I if yeah. I'm able to slide over, I could slide the 45 pound weight off of it. It was and 90 it, pounds, by the way. I I slide the 45 <laughs> pound weight off, then it. It, it jerks the it thing ricochets. to the other side. <laughs> Made a huge noise. Everyone's looking like, look at this tool bag. <laughs> that was that was still when you were eating the chips and the bad food? Probably. Yeah. I still eat chips, Jerry. I can't quit them.
Well, it's Tostitos. Yeah. Like, when was the last time you had a bag of Wise potato chips or just just potato chips? Potato in chips. General? I try to stay away. Right. From. You you get stuck on the multi-grain Tostitos. Yeah. Oh. It's like there's scoops, some Jerry, scoops. chemical in it. Yeah. I'm the same way. They're so good. Yeah, and then I start to uh, understand more heavy people. Isn't it amazing when you actually have to deal with things other people have to deal with? Yeah, then you start, how begin you start to, understand. to understand yeah. how people live their lives. Yes. Yes, amazing, isn't it? Then I go, not I, so judgmental, are we? If the way I am with chips and salsa, mm-hmm. other people are with other Worse yeah. foods or bad foods. Or alcohol or right. drugs. That's a, Jerry, you can I'm be- almost understand. Isn't almost. it amazing? I almost have empathy for people. I'm getting there, Jerry. Mm, I love it. Jerry, what are your thoughts on Zach Britton, the Yankee pitcher who's very worried about coronavirus? Um, I think we got to calm down. Calm I, I, down? I understand the concern. Yeah. No doubt. And no one wants to get sick and passing germs around. Now we're talking about the... First of all, they use 400 baseballs exactly. every game. It's not the same one. And if you hit a foul ball, they're not asking for the ball back, and it's not passing through hand after hand after right. hand. Yeah, he so, says too many people touching the balls. Yeah, I understand, but I think that's a little much. Yeah. I think he'll be fine. Now, if you caught a home run ball, will you throw it back because it may have coronavirus? <laughs> See, I've never thought to throw it back. First of all, I've never caught a home run ball. I caught a foul ball once right. at City Field. I've never caught a home run ball. And then to throw it back, no that chance. sucks. I would do what uh, you see some people do. Where they bring a ball in their pocket, and then they catch a home run ball and throw the fake ball back so that the Is fans... Is that a ball in your pocket? Just happy to see. <laughs> oh, it's a ball in case I catch a home run ball. And then, then that you way you be allowed keep... into a stadium with a ball in your pocket? Not these days, probably. Right. So how are you going to execute that? Idea? Unless when security says, Is that a ball in your pocket? Say, No, but thank you very much. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> They'll pat you down. Yeah. Right. And I'm seeing this also. I'm wondering if uh, Zach Britton is worried. Uh, Garrett Cole was ill. Okay. I did not see if that. If he's worried. Then oh, yeah. Stay away from Garrett Cole. And he was on with Moose and Maggie right next to them. I know. Oh, boy. I, I heard some of that. Yeah. How about that? I heard uh, a couple people tweeted me that they got very tough with Talkman. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I did not hear Mike Talkman. Like Why? They were, I don't know. They're tough with Talkman. Yeah. What did he do? They're talking tough with Talkman, okay. Jerry. That's what I heard. I heard them with Brian Cashman. Okay. That was good. And they go to Port St. Lucie today. Oh, nice. You think they drive there? Yeah, they did. How long does that do take? What do you want them to do? I don't know. Fly? A puddle? What do Tampa you call those? Tampa Port St. Lucie? Probably three hours. Three-hour drive? Yeah, probably. I would say so. Do you think they drive together? No, they get scooters and they drive separately. Of course, they're going to drive. That's together, like doing right? a whole. They? That's like doing a whole other show in did the you, car. If you you're talking. Hear, did you ever hear the Moose story? Well, it was a car. Line. I think it was Moose when they had to drive Mike and Chris from Tampa to Port St. Lucie, no. and they were fighting. <laughs> and then Mike yelled it, and Moose were driving the wrong way. Like he didn't <laughs> like the route he was taking. <laughs> and Chris didn't say a word. He just sat there like a mute. <laughs> so, do you think Monzo drives since he's the producer? Um, I don't know. I would say Monzo loves to drive. Yeah. So I would say that's probably possible. Though Malusus likes to drive too. Have you heard the story of his Lexus? Moose has a Lexus. Yes, he's got a Lexus SUV, an older one. Because I saw him uh, parallel park the one. Day. It's got three hundred and fifty thousand yeah. miles on it. Nice. How awesome is that? I like it. That's kind of cool. That is pretty cool. Odell Beckham Jr., Jerry, you've heard of him. He used to play for the Giants. He's now with the Browns. He's yes. going to be one of the players involved in a photo shoot for the new Browns uniforms. Yeah, what are we supposed to do with the story? Well, well my question is, what are they possibly doing? Your uniform has been the same yeah. nothingness. They had a stripe to it or something. Yeah. 
and they're and really teams get all orange. excited about the release of the new uniforms, and then you see them, they're like, okay, you can't do anything different. You can't put anything on the helmet. People will be furious. Right. The helmet is what it is. Right. You so can, you can alter the jersey a little bit. Yeah, but it's not going to be like it's like a stripe or like uh, that's all it is. When a team tells me they have new uniforms, I need a full helmet redesign. Like when the Jets did it, when the Buccaneers did it. You know what I mean? Like I need a full helmet. Yeah, redesign. but the Brown, Well, you know what? The Giants changed the helmets, so I guess you could yeah. do that. Yeah, the Jets changed their helmets. I'd Jerry. be very upset if the Cowboys ever changed their helmet. Right, or we're never going to eliminate the star. Like the Raiders yeah. cannot change their iconic. Helmet. And the Browns, I mean, they've been around a long time. No, it was a bold move when the Patriots changed their logo. Why? Because that guy they weren't ha- any good for the longest of time. But that Patriot hiking the ball was a pretty cool logo. Yeah, but they weren't any good. But they were, and you know, and you're they right. also weren't. They, I'm sorry, they weren't the Steelers or the Cowboys. Okay, Steelers, or Cowboys, teams. The Raiders, the Raiders as well. Yeah, the right. Patriots, there's only it's only a handful of teams that can change uh, their. No, I think there's only a handful of teams that can't. That can't. Yes. I see. Other teams, the Packers cannot. Well, I look forward to seeing another brown uniform with an orange helmet with nothing <laughs> with, on it. With Beckham inside. <laughs> yeah, it's very exciting. I can't wait for that. All right, quick break. All right. When we come back, why don't you tease the next story? We're going to talk about... A stolen Super Bowl ring, Jerry. That's next. And Boomer here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Um, I don't know how much we will talk about it, but the Nets had an incredible win last night, a remarkable fourth quarter in overtime, and Rutgers beat Maryland, and Boomer's coming up in a few minutes. We'll have some fun with that. What else? Uh, Steve Weatherford, Jerry, he's the former Giants punter. He had his Super Bowl ring stolen. So I didn't read the story. I I saw it on the show sheet. I saw a couple of lines in the story. and. so the ring is in her bag? The ring was in his wife's purse. Why? He said he had it at an appearance the, the ah, day before okay. and gave it to her to bring back to the house. She left her purse in the car. Car was broken into, as were numerous cars in his neighborhood. They got the uh, the purse Man, with I'll the ring you, in it. That sucks. That does suck. People keep too much... Stuff in their car? Yeah. Too many yeah. valuables in their car. You're not wrong about that. Well, people live out of their car. That and I hear, like, even in some of these fancy neighborhoods in New Jersey, there'll be, like, uh, two cars were stolen last night. Oh, my gosh. Really? Where? Yeah, the the keys were in the ignition. What? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, I'm not that bad. Yeah. I have since changed, but for the longest time, I never locked my car doors. I don't know why. I just never felt like. Now, I do now, and I have for probably the last year or so. Yeah. But that's a bit much. You can't leave the key in the ignition. I don't have nothing in my car, so don't break into my car. All I have is an ice scraper. Yeah, your car is pretty barren. Yeah, I keep it barren. You actually, I got in your car the other day. It looked like you don't ever use the car. Right. <laughs> you, put it right back on the lot. I don't keep it. any valuables in it. I don't you want keep s- your register. You even keep the registration and insurance. You do not want people to know where you live. I keep the, you're supposed to, you keep the registration. It's Moose and Maggie oh, at Mets Camp in Port St. Lucie. <laughs> today from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m.